Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Monday morning show. That's Ryan Hensley. I'm Grant Cohn. OTAs are officially underway. The Niners are practicing today, I believe, at like noon. It's close to the media. I think they're practicing again Thursday, close to the media, but tomorrow, media will be there. There'll be videos. You'll be able to see. We'll talk about the competition. So that's the backdrop. We're going to talk about quarterbacks today, Brock Purdy in particular, Trey Lance as well. But first, there's been there's breaking news. The NFL has changed the rule and approved a third active quarterback on game days. If teams have three quarterbacks on their 53, that third quarterback can be the 47th active player on your team. Let's call this the Josh Johnson rule, the 49ers rule. This wouldn't have happened if, it, if the NFC Championship game didn't go down the way it did. So this is uh, the Niners, I mean the league, helping out the Niners and teams in their position. I think it's a good rule because that NFC championship game sucked. <laughs> yeah. And great news for third string quarterbacks everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they're loving it. This just extends yeah. a lot of careers for for guys. So, yeah, I mean it's good that we're never going <clears> to <throat> see that situation that we saw last year um uh, with Josh Johnson. Uh, you know, but hopefully it just it, it upgrades the value of the third string position because who would have been the third string guy for us last year right jimmy said he couldn't he couldn't go so who would have that have been last year if that was kyle the case? kyle right suit him up yeah kyle. No, uh, jacob eason jacob eason right jacob eason maybe know. they would have kept but now it's there. sam darnold yeah. so this means that sam darnold's probably gonna be i think the niners were counting on this and a lot of people were thinking like are they gonna trade trey are they gonna trade sam like they went through four quarterbacks last year they know that Right. They didn't upgrade their offensive line. They were there. So they yeah. need three quarterbacks. And, and f- frankly, they might need to keep Brandon Allen on speed dial, speed dial too. Like they know what's up. Yeah. I, I always figured, I mean, whether they can suit them up on game day or not, I always figured they were going to keep three anyways. I know a lot of people weren't, but they did last year. So uh, I figured that was going to be the case, especially after you losing four. Right. But now they can suit up 47 on game day. One of them being a quarterback, the third quarterback. Uh, it just made sense. But even without this rule, I think they were going to keep three. And that was my opinion, especially with yeah. Bob Purdy, uh, questionable you know, status to return. Well, the only thing is like, I don't know if Sam Darnold has any leverage here, but it'd be embarrassing for him to be inactive. Like, right. I, I, I kind of get the feeling the Niners, when they signed him, they're like, look, like, here's three and a half million guaranteed. You know, so if you play, you could make some money. And like, I think they're going to probably change the rule. Like, if he thought... <laughs> That he that there was he was going to have to suffer the humiliation of being in street clothes and inactive. I don't know that he would have came here, but I have a feeling that the Niners kind of saw this coming. The league kind of telegraphed their pass on this one, and you know now Sam Donald can stand there with a helmet on, yeah, and And feel like he's one play away. And he was probably like Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. I'm definitely playing on if I'm on this team. You know, like based on the history, 49ers. They went through four quarterbacks last year. It's probably he probably can considered that it's a double-edged sword though because yeah quarterbacks get hurt here and you'll get an opportunity but then that's quarterbacks true. get hurt here and you play quarterback so <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's kind of yeah. the last man standing situation at least it was last year yeah Although the last man standing was josh johnson who just got signed by baltimore god love him yeah i love josh johnson he's got man this big news for him he might be able to suit up on game days now yeah you gotta yeah. love how people keep bringing him back and you know in his defense Kyle Shanahan changed absolutely nothing about his game plan for Josh Johnson in the NFC Championship game. He was like, hey, Josh, you got this. It was like, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, the, the reality is, like, I don't think the Ravens 
are, are planning on playing Josh Johnson at any point. He's more like it's, he's got that vet, that experience, that age, like that, you know, that, that will probably help the younger guys or whoever. It, he could probably help a lot of guys just because of what he's seen. He's almost like a coach. He's like the, no doubt. he's like the Andre Iguodala. Uh, That's true. Of quarterbacks, right? And I think what people need to realize about playing quarterback is it's so much more than throwing a football. I think that'll be a theme of the day today. Like, if it was yeah. just about throwing a football, Zach Wilson might not be trash. But <laughs> a lot of you, – you you have to be the leader of the team. Yeah. And it's really hard to lead 53, play, 53 guys at all, uh, right. let alone if you're 23 and you're – not a people person or something or you're like stuck up or whatever like it's just really hard if you're 23 in in any case and i think that's one of the things we got to give brock credit for he uh carried himself like a vet even though he's 23 and trey has to do that still but like that is such a big part of being a quarterback is your leadership and that's why anytime there's been like one of these average game manager types that win a super bowl he's like 30 because he had he's he's probably a great leader probably off the charts in that yep yeah, I mean, I that that's one thing I've given Brock pretty credit for, and said Trey yep. Lance really needs to improve is that leadership, that assertiveness yep. that you need to be as a quarterback. And it's tough when you're young. What I mean, Brock Purdy, it just came natural to him, and I don't know if it's going to be natural for Trey Lance, but he's got to figure that part out. That's going to be a huge part of uh, his success. Yeah, and and like again, come back to Josh Johnson, he he's great with that. Why why has he been on every single team in the NFL? Why right. does every single coaching staff like him? Because He's off the charts in terms of professionalism and leadership. And he's actually someone that quarterbacks can emulate in terms of how to comport themselves in the meetings, in practice, in the locker room, off the field, all that stuff. Not just off the field, but like around the facility. Yeah, That's important. Who is the Ravens' second-string quarterback right now? Didn't they get rid of the guy they had last year? Let me double-check. Did they get rid of Tyler Huntley? I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Let me see. Hold on. Let me look. look, look, look. They got... No, Tyler Huntley, Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, and okay. Josh Johnson. So what I, what I like is that I mean, what I like about their situation is Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley are very similar uh, skill sets. Now Josh mm-hmm. Johnson's a little old for that now at this point, but uh, I do like that they're two, they're one and they're two, a very similar skill set. Also, they have a new offensive coordinator this year in Todd Munkin. Not that Niner fans care, but you know he was at Georgia. It's going to be different than what they were doing with Greg Roman. I'm curious to see. The evolution of Lamar Jackson. What, what happened to Greg Roman? Where, where did he go? Is he unemployed? I think he's unemployed. Wow. God, he's been. That's, that's I think he's. Yeah, he's a one-trick pony that got figured out a long time ago. He's gotten a lot yeah. of chances. He never really evolves. He's got no clue about the passing game, but he can run it. You know, kind of yeah, in a gimmicky he's way. He's unemployed right now. It looks like. Yeah, he's been trying to get that head coaching job forever. He's not going to get it. All right, yeah. uh, Ray Bands. Two Z's says sixty-two different quarterbacks played last year, not just Niners. Record, record-breaking year. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good rule for the league. You don't want ever games where teams have to hand off and just or, or just take a knee or play wildcat. Like that should never happen in the NFL. There's way too much money on the line. It, it, you know, that's an interesting point considering all the protections they've put in place for quarterbacks. Why are quarterbacks getting injured more now than ever? Even though there's more protections for them, more now. I'll than tell you ever. why. Why? These coaches, these coaches, they look at these players like Madden players. They call these plays. They don't think about the matchups. They don't think about the scheme. They, it's all about their scheme. I'm sorry, but I really feel that way. I think it's a byproduct of some coaches being way too into their schemes and not necessarily into the matchups or protecting their players. And I think, think they look at these guys fun? as replaceable too because their scheme is fun? what's king. 
Do you think it's also that they run more now? That there's a lot more running quarterbacks? Because it seems like a lot of those guys got hurt, right? Trey Lance got hurt running. Uh, what's his name? I mean, I Joe Burrow got blown up in the pocket. Jalen got blown up in the pocket. Running. I mean, I just feel like I I don't know, man. I it seems like if you just plant yourself in the pocket, you're you're in danger too. Jimmy Garoppolo. I it's tough. I mean, D linemen are so quick. They're so athletic. Every yeah, year. that's another part of it, right? The D, D rushers so are athletic. more athletic and better than and they teams were have ever. like eight of them, and they come in waves. It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. And all the all and, the, the, and the pressure schemes are really sophisticated. These D coordinators are great. And all know. the athletes are on the defensive side now, and that no one wants to play tackle, right? No, one I actually think the defense line. has the advantage when the quarterbacks in the pocket because they can disguise coverages, they can yeah, bring blitzes. I think so many things they can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't out. know. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, moving on. So, you you and Larry had a real real debate about Brock Purdy. Uh, a lot of a lot of these shows that we do are us agreeing. So it was nice to see you guys actually go at it. But I think I feel like the debate's kind of spiraling uh, into a tangent. Like, what's a dinker and a dunker? Like, there's no definition of a dinker and a dunker. Mm-hmm. And so probably that's not the point. The real point about Brock Purdy is whether he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. It's the same discussion as that we've been having the last five years with Jimmy Garoppolo, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I know there's differences here, but it's still the same end point in the discussion. Is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? And, I mean, the answer this year was no. But you can make a bunch of excuses. He was a rookie. You know, Kyle called a ridiculous play. Like, there were mitigating circumstances, but there's also reasons to feel like he might not be good enough to win a Super Bowl. Not saying that Trey Lance is. I mean, it, it, it might be someone not on the team. It's not that easy to win a Super Bowl, but that's what that's the standard the Niners are holding themselves to, and I think it's probably fair to engage in that debate. Um, don't you think? Yeah, and, and I think the answer is maybe. I think with a, a quarterback like Brock Purdy, and again, like I feel, I feel it's important that I keep reiterating this because people right because again we've only seen eight games of Brock Purdy. It's not like we know everything about him. Yeah, and and I I think he played really good in those eight games. I think he's a good quarterback. Yeah. I have him ranked fifteenth overall. I think he's a dog. He sees the field. He's a playmaker. A bunch of great things. That's quite a compliment after eight starts. I mean, that's really I, nice. I don't even know if I would do that. So that's that's generous. That's and that's always been my position, right? And I saw it in the preseason. I said he, yeah. he looks like a playmaker, and and the Niners in no way are going to cut this guy. He's going to make fifty three. Yeah. I saw it this this whole time. So I, people need to understand that I don't dislike Brock Purdy. I think he's a good quarterback, but the problem is with his skill set. Huge asset to the team too, considering his contract where they got him, the fact that he's on the team for three more years, like huge asset to the team. Not going anywhere. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They are so lucky that they have Brock Purdy. Yeah. So freaking lucky they have Brock Purdy. Yes. Best value in the NFL probably. Hell yeah. Yes. So that's not the, that's not the problem. It's just right. When you have that skill set, you need a lot of other things to go really well mm-hmm. for to win a Super Bowl. So can he win a Super Bowl? My answer is maybe. Maybe. But, but everything else has to go really well, right? Your, your weapons have to play well. Your defense has to play well. Your coach has to call the perfect scheme. You can win with Brock Purdy, but you're not going to win because of Brock Purdy. And I think that's what separates a Brock Purdy from a franchise for sure quarterback. Right. Now, he might become one. I'm not saying he can't be, but – Right now, it's still debatable because it, it, we don't know. It, it, we haven't had a. Well, there's two that. things. 
there's two things. And we've been focused a lot this this weekend on the arm strength. Like if you play single high safety and, you know, press man coverage and, you know, bring a robber down and say, dude, we dare you to throw outside the numbers deep. Like, can he, can he beat that? Don't know. But the thing is, we, we really don't know, to be fair. Maybe he can. I'm open-minded. The other thing that I think is even more important is the durability, okay? Like, to win a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback, you got to play 17 games and then another three or four to win. And all we know about Brock Purdy so far is he played eight and got seriously injured. So, like, for example, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, but he didn't start all season. You know how many games he started that year that he won the Super Bowl? Total. Six. Wow. He's never been the kind of guy that you could just plug in week one and go win a Super Bowl. He's not that guy. He essentially was a high-level backup who could get hot. And you could win a Super Bowl with him if, if he was if you had the best team in the league, which the, the Eagles had that year. I mean, he also had a really nice deep ball to be honest about. But he couldn't move at all. He had serious limitations. Yeah. Maybe Brock could win a Super Bowl. But is he really going to play seven, 20 games in a year and not get hurt? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. That, it's I don't fair know to wonder that about Trey, too. It's fair to wonder that about Trey, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a big question. Yeah, the way Trey plays, the way Kyle Shannon uses him, it's very likely that he could unfortunately get injured again yeah brock purdy as well so i'm gonna knock on wood for both of those guys it, it it's like lance takes big hits big hits not glancing not, blows it's 100 reasonable to get dogpiled yeah it's crazy one is not gonna yeah. play 18 games that would be ideal for me that's a problem but i but to, to bet on that i wouldn't bet on that would you bet on that yeah that, i wouldn't you know so because I mean, if brock's the kind of guy that'll give you eight great games in a row and then gets injured like then he's nick Foles and he can't be your starter but he's a he's the best he's a great asset to your organization and you know he'll hold you down and then some if the starter gets hurt but we don't know if brock purdy because like look say what you like niner fans make fun of geno smith he didn't miss any games last year how many games did uh jared goff miss in detroit like those are starting quarterbacks we don't even know if brock is you know that jimmy's not there, there's something – there's a responsibility of quarterbacks also. Yes! To not you got to stay on the field. Like you have to. Like, look at Tom Brady. He was he was able to do that because he knew how to protect himself. Yep. Both Brock Purdy and Trey Lance have to learn that. Now, it's it's harder if you're calling quarterback powers constantly, but you still have to do whatever you can to protect yourself. If that means get down, get down. Also, I think one of the, the things that should give the Niners the most hope this year in the NFC, how many games is Jalen Hurts going to miss? Guy runs a lot. He missed a few last year. He misses a few every year. He's yeah. one big hit away from missing a lot of time, and then that team is up. You know, it's up to Marcus Mariota, which is the I main. Mean, then, then you're not scared of them. Which is oh, the main reason I don't prefer running quarterbacks. I like, I like Trey Lance, but I want him as a scrambler. I don't want to use him as a running uh, right. Quarterback. I just I just don't like it because it's considering not, he hasn't had one good zone read yet in his career. It's not, not sustainable, right? Like every now and then you run a draw, you run sneaks, of course, and you scramble. But that to me, that's what I would do with my quarterback. That's what they did with Steve Young. And they tried to run him in the beginning. He kept getting hurt. They said, no, we're done. Like they tried to run him early and they stopped that early. There weren't design runs for Steve Young. Yeah, we're scrambles. That's it. Yeah. And, and yeah. to me, he's the model. And I feel like zone reads, it's a nice play at the four yard line or right. on fourth and one to get a yard, to get a touchdown, to get a first down. Um, when the defense least expects it, but right. not as their base offense. That's college, dude. Like your quarterback's yeah. gonna get hurt. You're trying to do it once a game when they least expect it for a first down or a touchdown, and maybe four yards. Yeah. Not like 17 times, not like 10 times. You don't do that. I'm that's the way I feel. Do you anyway? Think, 
Trey Lance coming off of an ankle, a broken ankle. Do you think Kyle Shannon's going to use him the exact same way, or do you think he's going to no. reduce that? Kyle's not, Kyle's not stupid. He might be stubborn, but he's also smart. And I think it's obvious that the threat of Trey Lance running is more dangerous than Trey Lance running, yeah. especially on his own read. Like when he hands the ball off, running backs do really good stuff. Yeah, ride with that for a while. I mean, just the idea of hands off, handoffs, and play action, um, play action shots. Like you could do a lot with that if teams want to play eight in the box against Trey. Let him take shots. Right. When they back off and, and play two deep safeties, just run every freaking time. Like, yeah, eventually Trey's going to have to learn to dink and dunk. But honestly, if they have seven in the box and play two deep against Trey, just run the damn ball. Yeah. Run the damn ball, you win. And, and you for, run for 250. On the dink and dunk stuff, a lot of the greatest court, Patrick Mahomes dinks and dunks the shit out of the ball. But, but defense is forcing to. And here's the difference. He can take the top off whenever he wants, and defenses have to respect that. Defenses play too deep, and they say, "Please, please, you have to dink and dunk." We're not right. gonna. They they used to play single high. He kills. If you play single high against Patrick Mahomes, you get you lose. He he scores fifty points. He throws for four hundred yards and four touchdowns. You yeah. lose. So defenses are like, man, we got to pick something. So we're gonna play really soft and force you to sort of go, you know, the long way to the yeah. freaking end zone as opposed to the short way. Like the Niners aren't do like defenses aren't gonna do that to the Niners in the playoffs. It's the same thing that happened to Jimmy. They're they're not gonna back off. And, and that's crazy. the thing, like, in, in the regular season, there aren't a lot of, like, a lot of times teams just do what they do on defense, especially if it's from the AFC. Like, they're not, they're just going to do what they do. Hey, we're a zone team. We're going to do what we do. Like, in the playoffs, they'll have specific game plans to stop that quarterback. Like, okay, we don't necessarily play a lot of cover one robber, but we're going to do it this week because we need to win. We need to stop Brock Purdy. You saw the Seahawks do it. They had success in the first half. You saw the, the, the Cowboys do it. They had success the whole game. Like yeah. that's not good. And, and there's nothing Brock could do to beat it. Like he wasn't all of a sudden taking shots. He was trying to fit in passes into tight windows and almost got picked a couple times against Dallas. Grant, Brock Purdy wants to throw downfield. He just doesn't have that elite arm talent to do it at a high level. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy didn't want to do it after, after he missed in the Super Bowl. He didn't want to, but he could. He could, right? But he, that's the thing, though. Like, once you start missing it, once you throw a few picks, once you yeah. start missing it, once you miss it on a big stage, once it's, it gets in your head, like, all of a sudden you stop. Right. Jimmy used to throw him. He threw it in, in 2019. He threw it in New Orleans. He threw it against the Rams. All of a sudden, he missed in the Super Bowl, and it was like he had the yips. So. And when, when was Kyle Shannon's offense at its highest, most potent level? It wasn't with the 49ers. It was on Atlanta. the Falcons with Matt Ryan who could make those throws, who was making those throws, who led the NFL in all those depth statistics. It's real simple. If you're a run-first team, all right, and you are sort of inviting – you have Christian McCaffrey. You're going to get a lot of eight-man boxes. Don't you want a quarterback who can make them pay with the play-action pass over the top? It's that simple. Don't you want that? I mean, with Jimmy, the whole problem was he invites the defense closer to the line of scrimmage. That's not helping your run game. He doesn't help your run game at all. He hands off, gets out of the way, those short passes, it's all congested. Like, Brock, it's nice that he can, you know, scramble around and extend plays and be a playmaker, but it's the same problem with his arm. It's still, you know, a 20-yard field, maybe 25 yards. It's, ah. You know, I'm a coach, or a basketball coach, right? So related yeah. to basketball, it's like when you're guarding somebody who can't sh shoot the three-pointer. Right. You just back off and like... Back okay. off. Go ahead, man. Yeah, go ahead, shoot. Yeah. Go ahead, I want you to. It's the same thing. And that's what I mean. Yeah. That's... That's what's been missing. The, the 49ers have been dinking and dunking outside of cap in 2013 since Jeff Garcia. And that's why I get so frustrated. Since after Jeff Garcia. 
Since right, since after Jeff Garcia. Okay, because I, yeah. I love Jeff Garcia back no, in the day. Jeff that was Garcia when I was in the, could he could the, the last no hesitation. Throw, uh, last quarterback to throw over four thousand yards in a season. Hell yeah. Right? Hell since yeah. Jeff Garcia, all you've had is that one year with Cap where they were able to take the top off. Now Cap had a lot of shortcomings as well, right? He was not the perfect quarterback. He was more of a one read quarterback. So it wasn't the most successful, but at least he could take the top off. What we why I get excited about Trey Lance is because I feel like he's has the things that Cap doesn't. He's not he's not the runner Cap was. He, he probably doesn't have the arm strength Cap does, but he's pretty close arm strength. He has better yeah. mechanics. He has better everything else. Um, he's just got to learn the things that Brock has. Like if you could combine Brock and Trey Lance, now you have right. Of course, you have a franchise quarterback. Yeah. If you if this team had a quarterback who really put the fear of God in secondaries and forced them to play too high, do you understand how many yards this team would run for? Do you right. understand how good Christian McCaffrey he averaged like six yards a carry? He'd go for like two thousand yards. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Like, yeah, you can win in a diff more difficult way with a quarterback who you know hits the short stuff and intermediate stuff and rolls around. But like, yeah. it's all going to get hard once you face the Cowboys in the playoffs. Let's be honest. And, and Kyle you didn't, like you didn't really beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys beat themselves. You yeah. kind of just did nothing on offense, and the Cowboys did worse. Like they gave the game away, but. That's not you can't. That's not enough, and, and that's why Kyle drafted Trey Lance. He does want right. that. He's been looking yes. for that. I yes, mean, he, he just hasn't found. He had it in Atlanta. Yeah, he had it in he Atlanta. Had, yeah, you 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 force a defense into an impossible decision. Do we play it in the box and stop McCaffrey, or do we play too deep and try to stop these deep passes? Like, of course you're going to play too deep. You you don't want to give up the one play touchdown. You can't give that up. So right. once you get a quarterback who forces defenses to do that. This de- this offense is going to be unstoppable, even in the playoffs. That's and that's been the biggest issue. And I'm not saying Trey's that guy. No, nope. but yeah, I'm also wondering if Brock is that guy. I don't know. It's possible that guy's not on this team, or it's possible it's one marks. of these, those two. Yeah, they're both question marks. Yeah, I don't think it's debatable at this it's point. Darnold. Brock Purdy has it. It's Brandon a Allen. Arm. Like I, I don't think that's debatable. Like Brock Purdy doesn't have a strong arm. It, that's just to me, it's not debatable. Right now, that doesn't mean he can't hit thirty yard passes but he's not hitting your like 40 50 yard fade routes down the sideline he's not doing that and that's what you if you can't do that then how do you beat cover one robber you what do you do what are you looking for the dig's not going to be open the slants probably aren't going to be open you You kind of have to throw out there back shoulder something cross your fingers that debo can break 20 tackles you know honestly and again like you may not see a bunch of cover one in the regular season when you face you know, some AFC team that doesn't know you that well and is just trying to establish a culture and a, and a foundation of what they do. But when you get in the playoffs, yeah, yeah you're going to freaking see that. You saw it last year. Yeah. So the Seahawks and, and, and the, uh, yeah. And, and the if Brock Purdy is quarterback this year, you're going to see it pretty much probably every game. Because yeah, the book is out. The book's out. And that's the thing. Like people are like, oh, you know, he did great. He's just a rookie. Imagine how much better he can get. No, no, no. We went through this with Jimmy Grapple again. Like, there, no one was ready for him. There was no book on him. There's no film on him. It gets harder. The, the longer you go in the league, the more sophisticated the scouting report gets on you, the more difficult it is, and the truly great quarterbacks adjust. They change yeah. their game. They elevate their game, and then the scouting report has to change. And it's that dance back and forth for 15 years. We've yeah. seen a lot of guys play well for eight games, get figured out, get injured, come back, not be able to recreate it. Not saying it's going to happen with Brock, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's the debate. 
All, all the franchise quarterbacks in the NFL have the ability to do it. Like you could say, oh, Joe Burrow doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's done it. Like you can go look at his statistics, look at his tape. He does he does it. Tom Brady. People say Tom Brady's a dinker and dunker, man. Go watch his he tape. He can. He's still he's a great yeah. He has a 73 yard pass in a game. How, how many, yeah. how many franchise quarterbacks when opposing defensive coordinators are game planning for him say, man, we got to stop this dinker and dunker. Let's play eight in the box, play man across the board, and just dare him to go deep. Like, how many franchise quarterbacks get treated like that? Josh Allen? Joe Burrow? Like, name one. Justin Herbert? Like, no, 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 no. Well, these D coordinators are like, man, this guy, he can score in one play against me. I right. can't let that happen. I got to make him take a 12-play drive. I got to do that. Otherwise, we're going to lose. But And that's, and that's no, why yeah. winning a Super Bowl of Brock Percy is possible, hard. but it's, it's just hard. harder. It's hard. There's yeah, some great quarterbacks. Right. I mean, you might be able to win the NFC with Brock Purdy, although you didn't do that last year. Um, but look at these quarterbacks in the AFC. I mean, you Your could. defense has to be elite. Your weapons have it, to be playing well. Kyle Shanahan has to be on his P's and Q's that day, dialing everything up right. You have to take the lead early. Like all these things have to happen if you don't have that guy. Also, think about fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. If the Niners get there, you know how the NFL is going to call it now. You know, the offensive line is allowed to false start and hold. Okay. Like the defense can't breathe on wide receivers. That's, that's pass interference. So there's going to be a lot of fast scoring in the fourth quarter of Super Bowls going forward. And if you can't score quickly, you're going to lose. Yeah. Especially when you're playing Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. Like those guys are going to be going up and down the field quickly in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Can you? Because I mean, Nick is not going to win that game for you, man. Traverius Ward's not going to win that game for you. It's got to be the quarterback. Otherwise, the other quarterback's going to. How many points did Patrick Mahomes put on the Niners in the fourth quarter? Oh, 21. That's a lot. Yeah. 20 freaking one. So you got to have a quarterback who can do, who can do that. And I. Doesn't have you to know be what? I don't know the Niners have that quarterback. Let's talk about how, you know, everyone's sort of digging in on which guy they want to, you know, put a fat head of on their wall. But it's very, very possible that a team that hasn't had a franchise quarterback since 2002 still doesn't have a franchise. That's probably the most simple assumption here is instead of trying to pick out which one of these guys is a franchise quarterback, we should assume none of them is one until they prove us differently. Because it's not just them. It's the York's entire track record of not freaking knowing what a franchise quarterback looks like, walks like, smells like, talks like. You know what I'm saying? The reality is, as of right now, today, whatever it is, May, what is it, 22nd, yeah. 49ers do not have a franchise quarterback. Hell no. Now, no. that could change. That could Two 23-year-olds and a 25-year-old. Yeah. Who? Yeah. That could change this year. But as of right now, we don't know. Brock Purdy's a question mark. Trey Lance is a question mark. Sam Darnold's Sam probably Darnold. a period. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, call him a question mark is like the nicest yeah. thing you could say. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It, we just don't have it yet. And and the, the verdict's still out on Trey Lance. The verdict's still out on uh, Brock Purdy. And I am hope that's what we've been missing. That's what I've been wanting. That's why I go crazy. My, my As a fan, I'm a fan. You're not a fan. You're a journalist. I'm a fan. I want the 49ers to win a Super Bowl, and that's my goal. I don't get content. I'm an old head that wants to go back to the glory days. I'm quality control, and that's the only goal we have in quality control. Other right. people are impressed about you know being in the mix. I saw someone saying like the the Eagles were the best franchise in the NFC because they you know had so many winning seasons in the 2000s. It's like yeah, but 
Super Bowl, like two Super Bowls is better than 16 winning seasons. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all of, it's only about the Super Bowl. No one cares. That's That's it. it. Yeah. Like, I I didn't even know the Eagles had 16 winning seasons in the last 23. And frankly, who freaking cares? They have one Super Bowl. That's all that really matters. That's all you need to know. No one cares. So, yeah. And it's like, look, you found Brock Purdy. Great, dude. You know, you, you know, you got Brock Purdy. You know, you got him for three more years. The search doesn't end. The search doesn't end until you have Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or like someone that you legitimately feel is a top five quarterback in the league. And even then, I mean, I what Joe Montana was like 28 when Bill Walsh went and got Steve Young. Like you never stop looking for the quarterback. You, yeah. you never stop. It's you like it's obviously the most important position on your team. And if your quarterback, like if we look at the offense right now, right? You look at the 49ers offense by position. What's mm-hmm. the weakest position group? Maybe, maybe tackle or quarterback. Mm-hmm. Quar- tackle or quarterback. That's the weakest position on the offensive line or on the offense. And mm-hmm. if quarterback is one of your weakest positions, that's O line should be your strength. Yeah. O line and quarterback need to be your strength if you want to win yeah. a Super Bowl. And those I are- think so. And for them both to be weaknesses is just a recipe for disaster. Like obviously not in the regular season, but again, you know, like forty eight percent pressure against Dallas. Dude, yeah. can't you only can win if Dallas beats themselves, which of course, of course, Dak did. But yeah, you got you can't win that. It's not sustainable. Not and I believe I believe the Eagles game was the highest. Uh, what was it? Pressure percentage of any game all year, first or mm-hmm. second highest mm-hmm. uh, percentage of pressure on a quarterback throughout. So those two things are your most important things. Those are the yeah. two biggest question marks. Doesn't mean they won't be solved this year. Like the line may play way better than we all expect. Brock Purdy or Trey Lance may be better than we all know. Um, but right now, those are the biggest question marks for me. I have a conspiracy theory. All right. It's a really good one. <laughs> right. I can't get over like why the Niners didn't address their offensive line. I mean, they addressed it. But going from Brunskill to Feliciano, going from McGlinchey to Pryor feels like not an upgrade. Um, and I feel like why did the Niners almost let their why did the Niners let their offensive line get a little bit worse potentially? Maybe it's because Brock's not going to play this year, and they're like, you know what, Brock's coming back in twenty twenty four. Like, what's the point in going splurging on an offensive lineman when we're going to be playing our backups this year anyway? Is that a terrible thing to think? Because that's kind of messed up if they thought that. It's like, you know what? If if that is why I play, man. If that is why next year. It's dumb to me because here's my my whole thought was you need to beef up the right tackle right now. Move up as early as you can. Grab one in the second round. Next year, you got a first round pick. You need to draft Trent Williams replacement. So to me, they have a need at right tackle and left tackle because Trent Williams is not going to be around forever. So if that's their plan, it's going to backfire on. I hope not. I hope that's not true. No, their plan at right tackle correct me if I'm wrong, is that Colt McKivitz is going to be awesome. I think that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. And it's like, they're serious about it. And you can't really make fun of them because their offensive line coach is great. And it worked out with Brenda last year. So you kind of have to be like, okay, giving you the benefit of the doubt here, although I'm highly skeptical. Because, off, I mean, offensive tackle is different than center. Center, you always have help on the left and the right. Like yeah. right tackle, especially if you're losing late in the game, if it's third down, like you can get isolated one-on-one in space against some freaking athletes that he just cannot match up with. That's uh, one of the yeah. key things I'm going to be looking to hear from out of these OTAs and training camp was who is playing where 
on the line, like Feliciano. Yeah. Where's Feliciano going to be playing? Yeah, uh, yeah it's where's, important. Right. Where's the Where's the Kelge going to be playing? Is Poe going right. to be in the mix somewhere? Like, right. are those sinners? Are they guards? Like, is Burford yeah, that know. guy? Like, those are the biggest, like, one of the biggest positions I'm going to be looking at. I'm curious about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, even Brendel, like, Feliciano started 17 games at center last year for the Giants. So, and he's bigger than you. So you better have be on your A game because this to guy me, does play your position. To me, I, I like I'm not saying Feliciano is going to start, but I really think he's one of the top five linemen on this team. I, I think he is. So I, he might be one of those guys that's uh, even though he's top that's five. That's because McKivitz isn't one and someone has to play right tackle. <laughs> well, but Burford is, is isn't maybe Burford. better than Burford and McKivitz kind of. I think. The thing about that, though, like, can we stop? Let's stick with Burford for a second. Yeah. Um, he's a left tackle in college. He played right guard as a rookie. You know, moving to right tackle. Like, like remember Aaron Banks? Yeah. Guy couldn't. He's a left guard. Couldn't play right guard. I mean, he, he like I, Burford might actually be something if we like leave him alone and let him play at a spot and grow. Like yeah. I, I have, I have uh, high hopes for for Burford. I mean, he wasn't great last year, but that's the fact that he could get on the field as a rookie guard yeah. is impressive. And if he comes back like with the typical second year, you know, jump that some of these team players make, he could be a really good right guard. I think I would want to move him around. I don't want to move him either. I like some people are talking about kicking him outside. I don't want to do that. I, I Why think do that to him. That, I think it's dumb. It, you, you need he found a him. home. That's his home. Yeah. I think it's, it's I, think, I think without question, like right now in the 49ers head, the line's already set, yeah. but whether that's how it plays out after training camp and preseason is a different question, or even throughout the season, because I think Feliciano is that is good enough to where like, if those guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do, he might be able to jump in any one of those spots. He's played every position, but right tackle. He's played left tackle, left guard, center, right guard. Like that's true. Do it. Yeah. I just think it's hella funny that the last five years we were, I was just really like hammering the Niners about McGlinchey. Like guys, it's your weakest link. You got to give it a right tackle. And they kept being like, Nah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. But then they let him go. And now basically, like, I think their private response to me saying, like, I'm a little worried about McKivitz, what they would say is McGlinchey was the same way. Yeah. Psst. I know we said we liked him, but McGlinchey was the same way. And we walked, we worked around him for years. So, like, at least this guy's way cheaper. They tried to trade McGlinchey last year. Yeah. So, I mean. They said the right thing, and they ended up getting a third-round comp pick because they started him. But honestly, I think they probably feel that it's not a significant downgrade, if a downgrade at all. Right. And honestly, I actually felt that the offense was better in 2021 with Tom freaking Compton at right tackle, as we call him. No disrespect, because he played well, than with yeah. McGlinchey. Because ever since McGlinchey got hurt, I don't think he's been the same. Like I feel like he's been – we're talking about franchise quarterback. Uh, I, I feel like he's been uh, like limping around the field. He's, he used to get downfield. And be running his six eight frame, but like I don't think he really does that anymore. Um, so Kivis couldn't be worse. Just doesn't seem like an agile guy to me. No, he, he looks like he's stumbling, bumbling, rumbling. Jarrett Jarrett says, please compare contrast Purdy and Sean Hill. Same number, same arm strength, <laughs> uh, same playing style. Purdy is just way Sean, Sean was older. They're a little bit kind of similar, though. Sean Hill would have killed it on this team. Sean Hill. He was 6'3", 230. Played for a long time. But he broke in the league pretty late. He played for the Niners when he was 27. 
those were rough years, man. I don't, I, I don't. Dude, he went seven and three to start his career. How about that? <sighs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Sean Hill had a little moment. I remember that. I was in college at UCLA, and I was like, "Who is this no-name guy who's playing over Alex Smith?" There was a moment for Sean Hill. It's true. There's a lot of Boy. quarterbacks that start pretty well and yeah. don't pan out. Yeah. Right. If you remember that, like Sean Hill started off winning. He had a hot start. Alex Smith did not. A lot of people thought Sean Hill was the guy, but he wasn't. Right. He got figured out. Came back down to earth. Alex Smith actually was someone that had a future, and maybe there's some parallel there between pretty. I mean, look at Cap. I mean, there's a million excuses of why Cap fell off that may not be related directly to him. But even Cap started great. You thought he, we thought we got a franchise quarterback here, and he fizzled off. Now, a lot of that has to do with weapons and playing calling, and and but some of it was just his willingness to improve as a as a passer. I, and you know, he he kind of got figured out too. His weakness to me was he was more of a one read quarterback. He wasn't scanning the field. He, he he looked one first read, mm-hmm. maybe second. If it's not there, he's taken off. And teams kind of figured that part out about him. Purdy and Sean Hill, there's there there are some comparisons there. I also think Lance and Alex Smith, there are some comparisons there too, in the sense that um really efficient quarterback in college. Like put up just like hardly ever turned the ball over, great numbers, played at kind of a small school, um, drafted really young. Uh, kind of a people pleaser, got really injured early. Remember, Alex like ruined his shoulder, got written off way too soon. Um, and eventually, well, we'll see what happens to Trey Lance, but eventually, by the time Alex was about twenty-seven, he turned himself into a good winning quarterback. Um, see if uh, Trey does, he could be better than that. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's things about Purdy that remind me of Alex Smith too, like. You know, he's kind of a True. kind of man. And you can say that with Darnold, too. Yeah. 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 Ray Ban says, got you. Hold on. Uh, the Gold Rush says, is OTAs open to public? Not today, but tomorrow it is. No, 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 not the public. Just the media. A, tra- a training camp is open to the public. Ivan Tina says, the team with the quarterback that the Niners didn't want will win the Super Bowl. Brady Stafford, so this year it will be the Jets or the Raiders. It's probably the Jets. The team with the quarterback that the Niners uh, often does. Yeah. Mahomes <laughs> twice. Brady, Stafford. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it could be, yeah. One of the, whoever they passed on. Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Man, Manny PSF95 says, Grant, in your post game reaction to the Seahawks playoff, when you named Purdy the franchise quarterback and basically told Trey to kick rocks, you literally said he had a better playoff debut than Montana Dog. Hey, I was a prisoner of the moment. Sue me. <laughs> Can I just say that that's like the main thing outside of the games themselves? Your post game reaction videos are the best thing on YouTube. Like that, I'm not kidding. Or not kissing your ass because you're here in front Thank of me. You. I'm being honest. I'll be the first to say I was a prisoner of the moment on that one. I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. then he tours UCL. Yeah. But the thing is, in in retrospect, like, I mean, the Seattle defense was awful. It was really bad, and they did things in the first half that the that the Cowboys copied that gave Purdy problems, and then he mangled his elbow. So I think it's fair to be like, okay, Purdy Mania was really fun. It was like Linsanity. And he's going to be on this team for three more years. He's going to start a bunch more games. We're going to see more of him. But it's fair to be like, you know, let's keep Trey Lance here. Let's maybe bring in another quarterback. Let's diversify our bonds and, you know, hedge our bets. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I'm not writing off Brock. I'm just saying that I was a prisoner of the moment. 
Dude, exactly. everybody, everybody was caught prisoner of the moment during that last eight games with from Brock. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was. And then we've had time to actually really absorb and think about what we saw and what happened. And we come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Seattle was like, they were, the only reason Seattle made the playoffs is because the NFL created that mercy rule for the seven seed, which is a joke. I'm sorry. Seven seeds are not playoff teams. They're like nine and eight teams. Then they lose and they're nine and nine. And it's like, no, 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 you weren't good enough. Like you right. didn't deserve to be here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they beat up on them, but then they faced Dallas and that was a real playoff game. Yeah. And you know, we discussed that anyway. So sorry, Manny, you're right. Thanks for the 10 bucks. I own that. Um, I don't take myself too seriously. I'm not trying to talk my way out of that one. I said that. I said it. I said it. Yeah, I said it. Double B Studio says, Que pasa? Mis cracks and fellow faithful. Que pasa? W Studio again says, Kyle's a dink and dunk coach. Purdy did his job well. All respect to Brock. Guess he can make all of Kyle's passes, but not a deep threat passer. No desire. Hey, can I say something though? Kyle's ideal quarterback is not dink and dunking. I, I want yeah, we remember the Falcons in 2016. Right. It's different. He doesn't want to do that. He kind of has to do that with Jimmy and Brock. Like that's what's going on. We always, everyone wants to say, oh, he, he, he's dink and dunking because that's Kyle Shannon's offense. That's what he wants. No, he, he's going to dink and dunk, but he's also going to take the top off on you. That's what he wants. That's what he did with Matt Ryan. If he didn't, if he thought you could dink and dunk your way to a Super Bowl victory, Jimmy would still be here. Right. They never would have traded up for someone with such a strong arm like that. Right. They never would have done it. Clearly, he feels it's easier to win a Super Bowl if you can just shred, you know, an eight-man box over the top. Obviously. Yeah. It's so much easier. There's no way he's like, I want a, I want a limited quarterback. That's my I idea. want 12 play drives every time. <laughs> he's not. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. Jose Torres says, Josue Torres says, Grant, give me a kiss. Not for $2, bro. Not for $2, dude. What are you talking about? Absolutely not. <laughs> Darnay Harvey says, the two times Purdy faced a top 10 defense, Washington Dallas, Purdy was mediocre in the first half. Only completing 50% of his passes and a total of 13 points. Yeah, and then, you know, Washington, like, self-destructed and realized they weren't going to win. They benched their quarterback and fell apart. Yup, they also turned the ball over twice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I, it's fair. He, he beat up on some bad defenses on a great team. He was a rookie, and it, you couldn't really say anything about him at the time. It was like, man, a rookie's never done this. He came on off the bench. This is crazy. It, I mean, but in retrospect, like, yeah, it was a craze. It, it, was, it great, was great, man. It was a great he, – what a great story, right? Imagine if he would have won the Super Bowl. Holy shit, that would have been like what? He didn't, though. But he didn't, He didn't, right? though. He didn't. And he now didn't. we can look back on – here's the thing I keep saying to people is, you know, oh, but he only wins. Oh, but here's his stats. You have to watch the film. That's what coaches do. Whether they win or lose, they're looking at what play did I call? What defense was there? What did he do with it? Right? It's not just about like you can throw a five-yard – Horrible pass to Debo at his ankles. He could take it and run 75 yards for a touchdown. Does that mean that the quarterback is phenomenal? No, that's not what it means. It's it's play by play. They're analyzing the film, whether they win or lose. That's what that's how coaches view things. It, it's not just oh he won or oh he was uh, he threw an 80 yard pass. Like there's more to it than that. Absolutely. Uh, nuclear now solar later says how is Drew Brees arm strength? Good enough. He actually, um, I mean, their signature passing play on in New Orleans under Sean Payton was four verts. He would hit a lot of his deep shots up the seam. But he was very aggressive. I mean, he wasn't just throwing to Alvin Kamara and Reggie Bush all the time. Like, he was throwing to Marcus Colston and 
uh, Jimmy love, Graham, up to, you know? People love to throw out the exception it, 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 as if it's... Very real. aggressive. I mean, as he got older, yeah. he was like 40 years old all of a sudden, and they didn't win anything. Like, again, Drew Brees won one Super Bowl. Right. One. And he was in his 20s, and that was back when he was very aggressive throwing down the field. And as he got older, he put up a lot of good numbers and never won anything. And you're talking so, about the I most accurate quarterback of all time. Great offensive line. Right. So, yep. I mean, um, it's a, you don't want to hang your hat on the exception. Sure. Uh, WB Studios says, but O'Doyle rules Grant, LOL. <laughs> also, Drew Brees was like a second, like a high second round pick. Like yeah. the reason Brock Purdy fell was all the physical attributes. And he overcame a lot of those with his moxie and leadership and and his legs. But it's not like people totally misjudged his arm coming out of college. They were right about all his physical attributes. Where they were yeah. wrong about it was his mental makeup. That's what they're. Hell about. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think they undersold his uh, quickness. Yeah, his quickness is nice. I mean, he's like yeah. a creative runner. Like he's got like high steps and yeah. yeah, he's cool. He's he's really quick. Although at the same time, he got to stop rolling left. People are gonna know that. Like, there's a tendency on that. But he had people, he got people on that a lot. What was weird about it, though, is he only ran for, what, 20 yards, 12 yards all season? Something like True. That. I, well, he he ran for eight yards, dove, and almost broke a rib. So I think after that, he was like, you know oh, yeah. what? I'm staying behind the line of scrimmage or yeah. throwing the ball away. Yeah. yeah. Flave says, understand the limited info being out on him argument, but BCB was better than any quarterback outside of Ryan's MVP year with Kyle. Really hard to see a dink and dunk QB doing what he did even for eight games. Sure, but again, you got to remember, like, they had Christian McCaffrey. Like, we never seen Trey with Christian McCaffrey. Like, uh, he was better than Jimmy, and I do think he's better than Jimmy, but, you know, he faced Miami's terrible defense. Uh, Tampa's defense had no um, uh, Vita Vea. They had no Mike Edwards. Like, they were totally decimated when he finally faced a really good defense in Dallas. Like, it's like every other Niners offensive performance we've seen in the playoffs. So it's, it was like a Jimmy performance. I mean, not just – Entirely from the offense. Can we so. clarify dink and dunk? Here's the problem. When when, when I said dink and dunk, people... Yeah, it means nothing. They're very sensitive to that right. term. And Fair the, enough. The reaction. It's a pejorative. Right? It's a pejorative. It's, yeah. it, if you're not a deep threat as a quarterback, then I look at you as dink and dunk. And I don't mean right. that as a negative, but if you're yeah. not a deep threat as a quarterback, then you're dink and dunk. And he's not a yeah, deep threat what, as a quarterback. What do defenses want to take away from your game? The deep ball or the short ball? With Purdy, it's the short ball, right? Duh. So, I mean, defense quarters, like, I'm, I can't let this guy dink and dunk us to death. I can't let him do it. I got to make him throw it over the top. I don't know if he wants to. I don't know if he can. Right. You don't act like that with Josh Allen or no. Derek Carr. You don't do that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to say anything about Derek Carr. I can't speak for <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carr. Double B Studio says, O-line is what got both quarterbacks injured. They still small. Let's see if Burford's bigger. He's he's got growth potential. Max Morlock says the third quarterback rule on game day is finally confirmed by the NFL. Thanks, Brock. Yeah, Brock, it's that. the Brock Purdy rule. It really is. <laughs> Flave says also Trey needs to play at least eight games first, then see if he can adjust his scouting report. What if he can't and we find out around playoff time with Brock? We at least should know earlier. Yeah, man, that's tough. We definitely won't know anything about. We won't know enough about Trey or Brock this year. It's tough. Niners are in a bad situation. You need two years to really understand a quarterback, really. That's how I feel like. Two years is really the minimum. Minimum. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, the Niners have a win-now roster, but they don't have a win-now quarterback room. It seems like best-case scenario with this quarterback room you're looking at next year. Next year. I mean, maybe. That's maybe Brock Purdy comes back and he's phenomenal. Maybe Trey Lance is phenomenal. We don't know, but most likely 
we won't know for a while. For Life Niner says, I got your back, Ryan. If Larry tries to meet you in the back alley, LOL, all love, Ryan. Man. <laughs> Appreciate it. I don't think that's going to happen. John B says, shout out to Ryan for handling himself like a true professional during his debate with Larry. I can't say the same for Larry, but that's another story. Man, it's water under the bridge. I think we should move on. It's it's not that serious. You disagree with me about <laughs> Delby really Studio says, I'll, it's like, it's really not yeah, that serious. Exactly I'll push back on Kyle in Atlanta. I had Devontae Freeman in fantasy football those years and made a shit ton of points. Uh, Wolf Dick, Dink and Dunk differences. Maddie had Julio Jones glue for hands. I mean, the Niners aren't exactly hurting for weapons, but yeah, Julio Jones was different. But they, uh, they would beat you deep. They would put you in a predicament where it was like, what do we do? Do we play two? Do we, do we play back because they'll kill me with play action? Or do we just let Devontae Freeman and Tevin, Colas, Tevin Coleman gash us to death? Teams had to make that choice. It was a tough one. They need a, they need to get receivers too, man. Like, it, yeah. it, I don't know. Shout out to Grant as well for always being honest. Shout out Thanks. to Grant. Sometimes I'm a prisoner of the moment, though, as Manny said. All right. Yeah. This is That's interesting. Okay. We were talking about Larry. I think like this, it's not just Larry and you. It's like, it's like uh, most content creators and fans like feel like it ha- it started with Jimmy and Trey like years ago and it became like a civil war almost and it gets real contentious. And now like Jimmy's gone, a lot of that energy is shifted over to Brock. And again, it feels like this is a 50-50 split among Niner fans and it's like, who do you support? And to support your guy, you have to like knock the other guy. It becomes like this like really um, almost childish exercise, which seems to bring out the worst in people and miss the point considering we just pointed out how the Niners might not even have a franchise quarterback and instead of like just sort of hanging back and realizing like look I'm a fan of this team just need one of these guys to step up if one of them does great most likely none of them will I'm not getting my emotions tied up into any of these freaking guys because you know here today gone tomorrow in this league Um, Mm -hmm. but nah like it's like people dig in you know you got the Trey camp, the Brock camp, and never seen anything like it on another team. It's very specific to the 49ers. Why is this phenomenon? I mean, it goes back to Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick, honestly. It goes back to Steve Young and, and Joe Montana. Yeah. It's like a Niners tradition, this quarterback drama. Yeah. I think it's played out. I think it's played out. It is. I, I would just like to be able to speak openly about the realities of these quarterbacks, their strengths and weaknesses. Without it absolutely, like, without it you should be able like, to do it equally about Trey and Brock and Sam and yes. Brandon Allen too. Brandon, you can get it too. Anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, Anybody can get it. That's I really how I play. Like, like, people think yeah. I'm a, a, a Trey stand because I. The truth is, I. If Trey Lance isn't the guy, I will be the first one telling you he's not the guy. We just. I just like know. to see him get a fifth start before we make that determination. But absolutely, yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. People don't realize that about me. I will be the first one if I know. Once I know Trey Lance is not the guy, I will be on here telling you he's not the guy. With Trey, it's just I have I don't know. And what you look yeah. at his potential, he could be that quarterback that I've been waiting for. for you got to find out. But we got to find out. You got to find out. You got to find out. With Brock, yeah. we've seen eight games, and we know that he's really good at a lot of things. Yeah. You still got to find out with him too. Right. Like I, we 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 wonder about his arm strength and we wonder about his durability, but ultimately he could prove us wrong. Like we got to find out. Yes. Yeah, that's the yeah, truth. yeah. So and I, I think that's a that's a fair place to be. It's a, it's fair to say. Look, the Niners' track record at quarterback is laughable. To, for for them to act like they have three franchise quarterbacks in their on their team is laughable. 
it's fair for us to be skeptical about all these guys. Um, and I think just like digging in, choosing a side, and I mean, the way certain Trey Lance fans talk about Brock, the way certain Brock fans talk about Trey is just silly. It's so, it's like you're really rooting for the other one to embarrass himself and leave the team. Like, why? The more the merrier. Right. You don't, your, your quarterback, your coach doesn't have the first clue about how to keep a quarterback healthy. So maybe yeah. you guys need to bond together. The truth is the ideal situation for the 49ers is that Trey Lance reaches his potential and Brock Purdy comes back and is as good as ever. And now they have a $10 million quarterback room with two great quarterbacks. That, yeah. That's what we should really hope happens. Yeah. And if you have two great quarterbacks and you're spending next to nothing on them combined, well, that's like the best problem you can have. And then you're going to win the Super Bowl and probably a lot of them. And then eventually you can trade one for like a bunch of first round picks. Like that's what all the fans want. But it's like so many fans are, it's not just that they hate Trey. It's like there's this nonstop Twitter dialogue and then it comes over to YouTube and everyone wants to argue and be right. You got Flav, you know, he's leading the one side of the argument and you respect it. It's like everyone's so invested in their arguments. I think they get, they start to lose perspective. You know, like I just want to win. And so how do I win my argument? Well, I got to make the other quarterback seem like he's trash. And I got to make my quarterback seem like he's the best quarterback of all time. So all, all of a sudden you get people making Brock Purdy sound like Joe Montana and people making Trey Lance sound like Tim Tebow. It's like, well, that's just an absurd distort, distortion of reality just so yeah. you can win an argument, even though you're not winning. It's like, yeah, it's, that's a lot of nonsense. Yeah. Like someone says, Ryan, you're trying to play both sides of the fence. To me, there's no fence. There is no fence. I'm not trying to play both sides of the fence. I'm just telling you the truth. That's what we're talking about. There is no fence here. You don't have to pick. Yeah. It's the 49ers. Yeah. You're a fan of the team. You're not a fan of one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. You could look at both quarterbacks and see both of their strengths and weaknesses. I feel like if if Brock, like this is honest, like if Brock starts week one, there's going to be a large section of the section of the fan base that's going to be pissed and be watching the game like, and same if Trey's starting. You know, it's like Brock should be out there. It's like guys. Chill. I think it'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. It's gonna work itself out. Yeah. I honestly think whoever starts has the disadvantage. I agree. That's the rub. Yeah. Can we be let's be honest about it, man? Like you guys, all these, all these, you know, Trey stands hoping their guy starts week one. Same with Brock. Like, whoever wins loses. Whoever wins this quarterback competition loses. Like, you do not want to play for the 49ers in September. No, absolutely not. Ask Trey. Ask Jimmy, he'll tell you. Right. Yeah. You want you like want- Darnold's over there being like, man, I man, I'll be I'm chilling till freaking December, man. I got this. I'm gonna be the one playing the playoffs. Because unfortunately, again, knock on wood, usually one of these quarterbacks is gonna go down at some point. And then you can step in and be the savior with less pressure than you would be if you're the starter, regardless. Like if it's Brock Purdy, everyone's gonna be like, Oh, he's got to be like they're in their head. They're they're thinking he, he's never going to lose a game because he didn't hasn't lost a game yet, right? So if he loses that, Week One to yeah. Pittsburgh, people will say, "Oh my God, he's damaged goods." All oh, the league figured him out. Yeah. I mean, his stock will plummet. Yeah. So that's not good. No, and he's coming off elbow. Like that coming off elbow yeah. injury. You want to let him take yeah. his time and get all the way back. And same thing if Trey Lance starts. If Trey Lance starts. They're just going to be comparing him to Brock Purdy. And if he loses yeah. like week one, which the 49ers unfortunately do a lot, uh, yeah. they're, they're going to just confirm, oh, he's a bust, like I thought. you know. Also, again, like I- I'm quality control, and I try to take it to the most important level and just 
arguing about which quarterback is better is so not the point. People say so-and-so is better than Jimmy. Doesn't matter. It's not good enough. There's a single goal here. And it's not, it's like, it's not which quarterback is the best. It's do the Niners have a clue what they're doing at quarterback? That's the question. And so far, the answer is no. They got lucky with Brock. They've botched Trey. They're trying to, both of them are injured now or coming off injuries. Like, they're trying to salvage this. They got Sam Darnold just in case. Like, this is real close to being a, 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 a total mess. Yeah. Real close. Yeah, so, it, th- it, I, th- I think that's what we should be talking about. Like, what is going on here? Not like who's better. If we go through 2024 and Brock doesn't pan out, Trey doesn't pan out, Sam Darnold doesn't pan out. How do you let them start over at quarterback? Yeah. How do you let them? Right. Kyle Shannon would be out of contract after 2024. I mean, at that point, it would be like pretty much an established fact that he has no idea what he's doing at the quarterback position. No clue. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, like Brock's better than Jimmy Great. You know, you can't win a Super Bowl with an average quarterback in the NFL. Is is Brock better than average? I don't know. Is Trey better than average? I don't know. Is Sam better than average? I don't know. Like, maybe for a few weeks on this team, but yeah. can any of them stay healthy for 20 games in a row? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And what's so ironic is, again, the Niners, they got rid of Jimmy, and what they, they said is because he couldn't stay healthy and brought in a bunch of guys who still can't stay healthy, and they're changing nothing about their operation. Yeah. That's the conversation here. Yeah, and I would love yeah. – I- as a fan, I hope whoever starts plays the whole season, wins the Super Bowl, and we never have to discuss 40 quarterback controversy again. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, I know that would make the offseason boring, but that's fine with me. As a fan, I'd prefer yeah. to have a boring offseason as a content creator than I would constantly arguing about the fucking quarterback position, when I, which I've been doing for the last two decades. <laughs> when was the last time we had an offseason like that? Cap after the Super Bowl? Probably. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so ten going, years ago, going in fourteen, ten years ago, we're like, okay, we got cap, yeah, wow, going into thirteen, really, okay, yeah, let's take some more questions. Um, shout out to Ryan, Dolby Studio. I'll push back on Kyle in Atlanta. Oh no, you already pushed back. Shout out to Grant. Always being honest, Monsatore. Defense scheme got Purdy sacked, not O-line or play call. Philly used the coverage to make him hesitate to throw to buy time for their D-line. It worked. They just ignored the play action. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, that, that's why it's really hard for young quarterbacks to win Super Bowls. Eventually, when you get in the playoffs, man, these, these defenses, they will throw something at you that you haven't seen. Dan Quinn did that to the Niners even while taking uh, interviews. Dan Quinn's really good. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Monsa. Young K True says Purdy's main asset isn't his deep ball, but his back shoulder throw to McCaffrey against the Bucks. His over the shoulder pass to Jennings against Seattle in the playoff shows he has the ability. Yeah, he does have a nice back shoulder. He does. He's he's gonna have to go yeah. to that. That's yeah, defenses are gonna force him to throw that. It's nice. Back shoulder is good, but if you're talking it's about nice. the ability to throw deep, those those weren't deep passes. But yeah, the back shoulder. He can hit like twenty five yards yeah. outside the numbers, but can he hit thirty five? Right. And again, that, that dictates the coverages that you're going to see. Hey, fellas, good show as always. Thank you, Monster. Appreciate you. Uh, official BNA Music 88 says, Grant, let's temper expectations of the quarterback. Some minor fans, clickbait. You think Purdy is trash. You hate white quarterbacks. Stop pushing agendas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I shit post on Twitter because that's what everyone does and it's fun and you have limited amount of you know space. But we talk for like an hour and a half. I do this like three times a day. 
I try to make it pretty clear that, you know, that I'm accountable. And if you feel I'm being unfair, you can write in. And I'm usually admit when I was wrong. Like earlier today when I admitted that I was a prisoner of the moment, like I can do, I can do that. My brand isn't built on being right more than anyone else. I'm not that yeah. smart. I'm not that clever. <laughs> you just like me because I'm good looking because I'm pretty. Same reason you like Jimmy. Admit it. Same reason you like Jimmy. Official B, Double B Studio says, here's the problem is we can all disagree, but no need to disrespect each other for having a different opinion. We're all fans here of the same team. Yeah. Yep. I, can yeah. I, can, I can debate people about uh, being wrong or having different opinions all day long, but you just can't you know, disrespect people or discredit people. And that, that's when it's, it's personal after that. Yeah. It's like usually and usually on twitter things get personal real fast which is why i usually don't debate on twitter because like who, what's the point like, why am i i don't even know you and you're just gonna learning. piss me off official yeah. bna music 88 says the folks who despise trey are cowherds cousins flave <laughs> <laughs> uh, says 100 agree grant i'd have i'd have the back of a niners fan that disagreed with me on the quarterback before i had the back of any other fan personal attacks against your own fans are weak um yeah i mean i think people got to ratchet down the the um rhetoric with this stuff it's really silly also like how do you explain this one to your wife it's like i got in a fight with a guy why well he thinks brock's good and i think trey's good huh? <laughs> okay <laughs> so right. what, yeah. uh, that's it yeah. yeah we just really couldn't see eye to eye on this issue yeah. it's like man guys people, so even, the, even the people oh, that fight God. in the stands people that fist fight in the stands over a sports what? team that doesn't even know your name. You don't get paid What are you fighting about? Teams. It's ridiculous. How'd you explain this? Yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah. Appreciate you, Flave. Uh, for Life Niner says, whole quarterback situation is like counterfeit pennies. It doesn't make sense. Let's, let the best man play counterfeit. It doesn't make sense. That's funny. I like that, counterfeit pennies. LZ says, Trey will have a shorter lease than Brock. Such BS. Brock won two playoff games. It's life. Yeah. I mean, Brock, you know what? Brock Brock, if Brock was healthy, he'd be the unquestionable starter. Life right isn't fair. Yeah. That's what sucks. And what Trey's learning, life isn't fair. NFL isn't fair. Um, that's what it is. Brock won two playoff games. You got to give him credit. He was in the right place at the right time. For, I'm sure Trey feels like he was in the right place at the right time, but it is what it is. Stephen Pryor says, maybe this was covered already, but owners passed the third quarterback. Well, Niners basically just got an extra roster spot. Yeah. Um, Good news for Sam Donald. I don't think it means they can keep a 54th player, does it? Uh, forty-seven on active. I forty-seven on active. Yeah, I believe it does. I don't know. Okay. No, 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 I don't no, know. no. I don't, I don't think, think so. No, that would be crazy. Um, all right, a spot away from somebody. I think. I'll be at OTAs tomorrow, Tuesday. Full yeah. practice, no pads. Probably pretty light. You don't want to get people injured in OTAs, so I'm thinking. I don't even know if they'll do eleven on eleven. They might, but you know. It's going to be a lot of warming up, too. I mean, it's not just competition you're looking for in OTAs. Like, this is the first time you've seen these guys since January. So there's a lot of things that I'll be looking for. I mean, I know what I'm looking for right now. What, what, what would you be looking for if you were there? I, don't I mean, there's a lot of positions that I'm interested in, but it is OTAs. And it's. I think the most revealing thing for, for you, like, on the first day is going to be where who plays first. Right at all the positions, who lines up at you know to replace Alaziz? Right, that's that's one I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, yeah. is it going to be Flanagan, Foles, D. Winners, Orn Burks, McCurry, Ball? Like, that's one I'm I'm wanting uh, to see. Who's the first nickelback? I, I, I imagine it's probably Isaiah Oliver. 
Uh, obviously, quarterback, I would, I would, I would assume it's going to be Trey Lance. So, just who takes who takes the first rep out there? I think that's one of the main things that's going to uh, be relayed to fans, and fans are going to get overexcited about. I'm looking at Trey Lance's throwing mechanics. This is something you can see in day. We can see it warming up. You know, just film them in slow motion at 4K and just slow it down, see what it looks like. Kyle Shanahan says he's really pleased with how Trey Lance has um, improved the base of his throwing. Does Kyle even know what he's talking about? Like, I don't even know if Kyle knows what he's talking about at all. So I want to see it for myself. Uh, we'll see. We've talked about it before. You know, is he going to is he gonna let his legs do the work for him? Is he going to let his lower body generate the power, or is he going to be an arm thrower all of his life? They say he fixed it because, you know, being an arm thrower has a lot of consequences. You're not going to be as accurate, but also you're going to get sore. You're going to eventually get injured, and we heard he was icing his arm every four days. Shouldn't have to do that. And the reports now is that he's not doing that anymore, that he made some tweaks. He doesn't have to. So I expect to see a little bit different motion. I'm really interested to see what that looks like. So there's, for me, as somebody who's not, I, I'm not going to, pretend that I can spot quarterback mechanics. I don't, right? I know you dive, dove into it way deeper. You've talked to quarterback coaches. When I look at Trey Lance, I never saw the things that I saw that were obvious, like Colin Kaepernick. It's not obvious. It's not like obvious. Colin Kaepernick looked like he was throwing a baseball. Yes, he right? did. Trey Lance, yeah. to, the, to the untrained quarterback guy, you don't really – looks fine. He looks, looks fine. fine. Right? looks fine. Yeah. So yeah. it was – for me, it was – that part was never yeah. clear. So – I I'll be interested. The reason I figured it out when they, when they started talking about arm fatigue, then it's like, okay, well, let's work backwards. You, we know your arm is getting sore. What's going on? Okay, well, left leg's locked out here, so your 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 the arm is providing the power. Okay, boom, and you're throwing 150 passes a day. Yeah, there you go. That's gonna yeah. You kidding? Absolutely. But I wouldn't have figured. No one would have figured that out if, if that report about the arm fatigue hadn't come out. It would have just. I, and I wonder if that's why the Niners didn't know about it when he came out of college because no one said anything about arm fatigue. They're like, hey, it looks good to me. Yeah. Those hard. Yeah. I mean, and the, the other thing is, even though they fixed or they said they fixed a lot of it, and even if you see that it's fixed in OTAs, is it going to transfer onto the game, like into a game, like when it yeah. actually matters and he, he doesn't have time to think about all those things and he just has to play? Is he going to resort back to his old habits? That. You know, even at some points, probably yes. Like this is yeah. something he's going to be working on the rest of his career. He's not a natural when it comes to this. He this is something he's going to train and work on. But that's okay. Like every quarterback works on this I stuff. Mean, Patrick Mahomes is there working on, on it stuff. too, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's funny people talk about Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, you know, he's a freak. He's a one on one. Like, no, he was he was like a late first round pick. He threw completely differently in college. He was uh, his mechanics were overhauled he didn't play until his third or fourth year in the league like there's revisionist history on that you know also Patrick Mahomes like he wasn't getting offers to Alabama and places he had to go to Texas Tech he had to be the Texas pick in the draft like these guys worked on their craft and improved they weren't just freaks from the time they were 15 yeah right right yeah, yeah. another thing that might be interesting too and I don't know how far they're gonna go but what I mean I'm sure it's gonna be so basic and vanilla but are they running like the, you know, what are they running yeah. for Trey Lance when he's there? Are they running the option? Uh, that's something I'm, I'd be interested to see. I'd well. be really disappointed if they're installing the option at the beginning of OTAs <laughs> for Trey Lance. I'd be really disappointed. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to see just, you know, come on, the basic vanilla 49ers right. offense. 49ers right. football. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. It's a good question, though. There's yeah. that. Um, 
how does Steve Wilkes comport himself as a D coordinator during the whole thing? Uh, and then again, like the, the young guys, like what does Spencer Burford look like? Drake what Jackson. does uh, what does Drake Jackson look like? What does Ty Davis yeah. Price look like? What does Danny Gray look like? And Looter, yeah. what does Looter look like? Looter. Uh, Looter. I, well, I did see Looter last week. I know what he looks like. I mean, uh, I want to see those guys. Yeah. I want to see like How's so. I, I imagine they're going to be you know throwing passes at least have one on one at minimum, right? So it'll be interesting to see how Looter looks. I don't know about the one on ones. The one on the one on the one on ones. I don't know because yeah. that that you, you could you could pull a hamstring in that that when you compete like that sometimes, you know exactly. you can't do it ninety percent. I'm just yeah saying. yeah that makes sense. I don't know. So we have to wait. Maybe not. Training. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, it's up to it's up to Kyle on that. Um, anything else to watch? I, the, the throwing motion is huge, but also Darnold. Hey, first look at Sam Darnold. I mean, I'm trying to be open-minded here. I mean, yeah, he's played a lot of bad football, but he has his excuses, and I'm not trying to – it's not fair to use that to hold that against him. When, I, when he's on the field next to Trey Lance, I'm going to judge him from what I see only there. I'm trying not to use, you know what I mean, like uh, reputation. Again, that's not fair. It's not fair at all. He's 25 years old. I want to see what Sam Darnold looks like. And also reps. Like I imagine yep. it's going to be 50 50 in OTAs. We'll see what that, if it transfers the same way to training camp. But so. no, it, it won't. I, right. I feel like in OTAs, it's going to be mostly Trey with the starters, mostly Sam with the backups, just because Sam is learning the offense. Like, right. I'd be surprised if it's a straight 50 50 split immediately. It, it might become one as Sam learns it, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Th- so Unless Sam's hella smart. He didn't go to Stanford, though. Went to USC, <laughs> and as someone who went to UCLA, I don't know about USC. I don't know. Can't vouch for it. And uh, another one I'm looking for is like, how does TDP versus Labor look? That's one I'm I really want to know because I think that's a roster spot that could be up for grabs. Um, another one that I think is probably more competitive. How, how I judge how I judge running backs in these practices is tough because there's no um, tackling, but just explosiveness. Your physique, explosiveness. How hard do you run? Yeah. How hard. Do you run? Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. It's a big and one. And then the other one that I'm like, I, I know Jennings and Rayway are probably pretty safe, but I don't think they're for sure. I don't think that. I know a lot of people do, but I don't think Jennings and Ray Ray are 100% solid. They're more safe than Danny Gray is, however. And so that Danny Gray is, is going to be interesting for me when you have Ronnie Bell, guys like Tay Martin, Isaiah Winstead. We'll also, see. Because I, it, didn't it feel like Danny Gray was drafted specifically? For Trey yeah. Lance. Yes. And if Trey Lance doesn't ascend or, or assert himself or he gets phased out and it's Brock's team and he comes back for training camp and or is Darnold's team like I think Darnold is or Trey Danny Lance. Gray gonna get I think Danny's great for Darnold or Trey Lance, but I don't know if, if it matches up well with Brock Purdy unless that's the thing. Unless Danny Gray improved his uh route tree. Right. Uh Steven, which I don't know about that. And, and hand-eye coordination. Yes, now 47th active per Ari Myrov report. Great for the 49ers. Jay Figs Ramon says no matter who is the quarterback, they will run McCaffrey straight up the middle on the first play of each game. So true. Thank you. Can we get back to being the snarky, cynical Niner analyst that just makes fun of the coaching staff for everything? I mean, come on. That's where I want to be. Right. I don't want to pick sides. Yeah. I just want. I just expect the Niners to mess up about everything. Sorry, Kyle. Flave says, if Darnold just looks better, plays better in practice and preseason, you think it's fair if he starts over Trey or should Trey start with the hope that he will improve? That's a good question. It is a good question. I will start Trey. I will start Trey because I feel like you can always go to Darnold. Darnold, you got in your back pocket. You could go to Darnold week 13. You could go to Darnold week 16. 
I don't think you can shelve Trey and be like, Trey, you're worse than Darnold. We really don't like you. And then Darnold goes down, and you're like, all right, Trey, week 10. Remember all that stuff we said about you and how we killed your confidence? Now we need you to save our season. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can. It's a good point. It's a good Trey. point. I would say, though, like, unless – if it's, any, if it's even close, you're going to go with Trey because of what you just yeah, said, also because of the cost of playing Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. So Sam Darnold's going to have to look like <clears throat> Joe Montana out there in order to to take the spot from Trey. I really believe that. I, so I don't think it's likely. But now if Trey looks awful and Sam Darnold looks great and Brock Purdy, it's about Brock Purdy's injury. If he's going to be out for a long time, you got to do what's best for the team regardless. But again, if the Niners want to start Darnold and stash Trey Lance in the long run, that's probably – the best thing for Trey Lance. Yeah. Sorry. Darnold, play at your own risk. Montaturic says, Mike Vick changed his motion at 30, played seasons in, uh, after played seasons in prison. Work ethic, great coaching. I just throw out what people think. I agree. Absolutely. It can be done. And the thing that's intriguing about Trey is Trey wants to change. Cap was very defensive about it. You know, he made it real clear he didn't want to change which is understandable because he had so much success and had been doing it one way for so long. Like Trey's not that guy. Trey right. has not had the success that Colin Kaepernick's had. Yeah. So, and he's also a lot younger. He can do it for life. Niners says uh, at a grant. What's pops. How's pops with the eye. Oh, with the bionic eye. He's good. You see, you know, one of these eyes, you can see everything. It's amazing. The other one. All right. I got one more topic. And then we're done. I was thinking about the lions today as a team that should not be slept on in the NFC. We kind of made fun of them, what they did in the draft. But looking at it, I think I get it in the sense that I think they're trying to be the Niners. I really think they're trying to be the Niners. So they drafted Jameer Gibbs with the 12th pick. Everyone's like, wow, running back, huh? Well, I think they look at him as their Christian McCaffrey, whether or not he is, because he has you know receiving ability. And then they took later in the first round Jack Campbell, that linebacker, well, they think they see him as their Fred Warner. Like, he's six four and a half. He's really athletic like Warner. I think they feel like if you put him over the middle, it's going to be hard to throw on him. And then they brought in Emmanuel Mosley, Camp Sutton. They have a really good safety in Kirby Joseph, Aiden Hutchinson. Their defense should be decent. And then the thing about them that separates them from the Niners is they have a great offensive line. Okay? A great offensive line. They get a first-round pick at left tackle, first-round pick at right tackle, first-round pick at center, a couple good guards. And then they have Goff, who's interesting. Like, the Niners own Goff. But since he went to Detroit and starts playing behind this great offensive line, he can really throw the ball. Like, he doesn't turn the ball over that much anymore. He can really push it down the field. That's a team. Any team that has a great offensive line can match up with the 49ers. Because you can neutralize their D-line. You're in the game. So that's a team that they were like, they missed the playoffs last year. They were 9-8. and eight. I wouldn't want to face them. I wouldn't want to face them. They got stability at the quarterback position. They got a great offensive line, and their defense looks like it could be decent. I mean, they were phenomenal last year from an offensive standpoint. It's just was their defense was the problem. So it was the worst. They've improved their defense, so they could be trouble. Um, yeah, I also think the same thing about the Bears. To be honest, in that in that yeah. division, I think the Bears are going to be better than people expect um, because of their upgrades. I mean, they got freaking Mike McGlinchey for God's sakes. Excuse me, I'm just kidding. But it's true. <laughs> but they have no, no, no. They didn't. They didn't get McGlinchey. He went to Denver. Smart. Chicago. Chicago did not get McGlinchey. He went to Denver. What? They were gonna get him, but then we they talked did. him out. They of got him. somebody on the line. They got someone else. But they, they, 
Denver got the the honor. Oh, that's them. right. Shit, who did yeah. they get? I had, uh, they, they beefed up their own line. They got somebody. I'm tripping. I'm trying to remember who it was. But regardless, uh, I think both Detroit and Chicago are going to take a step up, and the Packers are probably going to take Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. Okay, they drafted Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. I know they got they signed somebody else too. Center, maybe somebody. They signed somebody, a free agent. I remember. <clears throat> I thought Cody Whitehair. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think the Bears and the Lions are going to be. Kevin Jenkins. <laughs> the Bears and the Lions are going to be decent, and. Um, the Packers are probably going to fall off unless Jordan Love is somebody we didn't expect. You're, you're, yeah. you, know, you know your boy Salah, man. How how Salah and, and Aaron Rodgers going to do together on the Jets? I mean, the way I look at it is it's probably going to be Salah runs the defense and Rodgers runs the offense. We'll see. Yeah. You know? I mean, we'll see. Like, honestly. Interesting. It could work. You have a top five defense yeah. and a top five quarterback. It's a pretty good combination. How many other teams have that combo? Not the yeah. Niners. Not the Niners. It's just weird. Like, why would you choose to go to the NFC to the AFC with all that? Other, I don't know. If I'm Rogers, I'm I'm trying to go to the NFC. Like, Says something about the Jets, though, right? Yeah. Good team. Yeah. Really good defense. They had the rookie of the year at wide receiver last year. Am I wrong, Gary Wilson? I don't know. I'm just saying oh, yeah, like, yeah, you could yeah. do worse. You could yeah. do worse. Yeah. I just I I feel know. like there's so much competition in the AFC. If I'm a free agent quarterback, I'm definitely trying to go to the it's true. He's got to go through Buffalo. That's yeah. true. But I would rather go to the Niners. That's true. I, I just think uh, what intrigues me about Detroit also is Goff. He's like 28, 29. No one's thinking about him. But he's right at that age where he's not old yet. He's still mobile enough. Um, but he's really experienced. And he's not a great quarterback, but he might be savvy enough to make a run. Because, again, like, Jalen Hurts was great last year, but he did fumble. That yeah. one play cost him. Like, to win a Super Bowl at 23, 24, 25, like, you got to be super-duper-duper-duper special. And Goff isn't. But is, is, is Justin Fields, like, you're you going to win one next year? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Goff was lighting I don't know. Goff was lighting I like Justin Fields. Year. I like Justin Fields. But he might be one of the guys, you know, it'll take him a few years to, like, he hasn't even been to the playoffs yet. Goff's won two playoff games. And I also feel more uh, more comfortable assuming that Goff will last longer than Fields. On, on, he'll play more games than Fields based on the way he plays. Goff seems like the kind of guy who plays better in a dome. Like, he, the, that team needs to get the number one seed. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I wouldn't really worry about him in, in Levi's. But in a dome, I don't know. With that offensive line, if you can't touch him, he can throw the ball. Really yeah. well. Talk he about the best thrower ever. Like, he's a way better thrower than Sam Darnold. Yeah. Way he better. Was, he was lighting it up last year. Hell so, yeah. yep. They're going to be a factor. Uh, Monsatori says, look up conscientious definition used to describe number five. Okay. Definition of conscientious. Wishing to do what is right, especially to do one's work or duty well and thoroughly. That's definitely... Both Trey and Brock, to their credit. Yeah. Both of them. Mr. Candles said, confused about the offseason grades besides Hargrave. Tell me a single position where the Niners are better than last year. Also, quarterback talk equals zzz. Okay, fair enough. Um, not offensive line. That's Tight tough. end. Tight end. Tight end. Tight end. Um, Running back. 
Laburn? You could, you could say corner, maybe. Who they lose? They lost Mosley. Mosley. Now they lost him, but during the season two. But he's nice. What about safety? Is and well, Ward is they obviously lost, they great. lost Ward, but they brought in Brown. Yeah, they brought in Isaiah Oliver. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's no there's no clear ones there except for maybe tight end. And, Hargrave's uh, a big one though. Going from yeah. Kinlaw to Hargrave's huge. Yeah. What and jersey then, is the go to? What? Yeah, I was gonna say. <clears throat> you have to understand too that. There's a lot of rookies last year that may improve substantially from year one to year two. That's typically when it happens. So some of those rookies could be great additions this year, the sophomore I think guys. that's what's big key for this year. They need a bunch of those guys to step up. Yeah. Drake Jackson, Spencer Burford. Those two. If Spencer right. Burford and Drake Jackson, if no one else but those two step up, the Niners are in good shape. Like forget tight ends, yeah. Price and Danny Gray. I, whatever. If they could get Burford and Drake Jackson to step up, Huge, yeah. Throwing a little Nick Sakel there, that yeah. Would just be gravy right there. Big Mason, Mason getting big some Mason. Money. Oh, he already stepped yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, oh, he already needs, needs an opportunity. Yeah. Noe GQ Pena says, "What jersey is the go-to jersey for game day this season?" I don't wear you jerseys. Wear, I don't wear jerseys, man. Uh, Thirty-five years old. If you give me a like a, a Ronnie Lot like Flav, I told Flav to yeah. bet me, but he wouldn't. But I'll take a, a Ronnie Lott. Like you got to be older than me, and you got to be one of I the agree. legends, and I might wear your jersey. But buying it, I'm you got to be it. someone I looked up to when I was nine. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, no. Darnay Harvey says Jets had both Rookie of the Year winners, uh, Wilson and Gardner. Yeah, they got Sauce Gardner too. It's a good team. Yeah. Also, Robert Sala's smart. Like Sala's not going to get in a, you know, you know what measuring contest with. Aaron Rodgers. Like he's gonna let Rodgers have free reign with the offense, which is all Rodgers has wanted. Does he deserve it? Probably. He's one of the Here's best the quarterbacks thing. ever. I think I I don't like Rodgers' politics or his personality very much, but I but I I think he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. And I this to me feels like the year that Tom Brady was dismissed by the Patriots and went to the Bucks. Like this is what yeah, it feels like with Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he's gonna have a good season. I, hey, I can see it. Frank yeah. Tom Ocean says, think we'll be able to afford Hafunga in a couple years. We'll probably have to pay him after this season. Yeah, the oh. Niners are committed to paying everyone but quarterbacks and right tackles. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. They'll pay, their, they'll pay their long snapper too. If you're a good player and you don't play quarterback, you'll be here for life. <laughs> Quarterbacks, though, yeah. they just don't have a spot for you on this team. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, official BNA Music 88 says, do people forget Brock's old elbow is in the Delaware River? Whew. If folks love Brock... They'd want him to not rush back. Do they want a quarterback or him and Morgan Whalen to drop a mixtape about their UCLs? It's true. If you like Brock as much as you say you like Brock, you should be like, hey, man. And if you think Trey sucks as much as you think Trey sucks, you should be like, Brock, take your time. Trey, get out there and show the world what I think you are. A bust. Yeah. A bust. (laughs) It's been a long show. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. We got a million people, uh, ju- just under a million people watching, which is a new record. Thank you it's very not bad. much. Great. It's not bad. Um, <laughs> what do you got going on the rest of the day? Uh, today, just working. I got show tomorrow at 10 a.m. If you guys would be so kind and come and subscribe, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll be back at three with Big Larry Kruger. See you guys in. Take care.